Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today, we're definitely going to bring on some royalty, the Prince of Positivity, Spencer Jones. We're going to be jonesing for how to live our life to the max. So how are you doing today, Spencer? Oh my gosh, I am fan-freaking-tastic. I get to be here with you and all the amazing people here. It's truly an honor, you know, royalty or not, it's an honor to be here with you to be on the path to learn to grow to shine our light so thank you brother for having me yeah no i appreciate it I, you know we, we we've connected and actually i'll be at one of your events in uh, september uh, well actually two of your events right I, there's the the virtual event at the end of this month mm-hmm. as, as well as right and then uh there'll be the new york event in uh, in westchester i don't know if that's that's upstate new york uh for us new yorkers uh but it, it's i'm still it's still pretty close to where i'm at and i'm looking forward to it Nice. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you at both of those events, our virtual one at the end of April. Uh, we do that every year right around April, in, in April sometime. And then our Energy Recharge, our one-day event where we get to vanquish vampires, those energy vampires in our life, mm. and uh, plug into our internal uh, everlasting power source. So it's, uh, it's a fun time, and I'm looking forward to having you, man, and getting to finally meet you in person. It's going to be great. Yeah, we've known each other. We've spoken a bunch of times uh, virtually. And I can't wait. And, and we're in the same networks and, and, and things like that. Now, well, let's start off. Uh, what is a, 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 a energy vampire? Like, 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 you know, if we're going to talk about something, uh, let's explain it. Right. So let, let's dive in. So so I'm all about energy sovereignty, the, the energy uh, that you have. Right. So I think about it like this. We have this beautiful light inside of us and it has this energy coming into it the stuff flowing in, the good things we do, and it has energy flowing out. And so we want to be masters of that energy, that sovereignty, right? So we can have that flow coming in and out. Well, energy vampires are the things, just like vampires suck your blood, energy vampires suck your energy away. And so energy vampires are those people, uh, we mainly associate with people, but it can be things, organizations. And one of the things that a lot of people don't think of or realize, it could be your thoughts, the words that you say to yourself and to others can be energy vampires draining your energy sometimes without you even knowing it so that you don't feel as vibrant. You don't feel uh, as alive or focused. You feel drained, exhausted, tired instead, right? Think about a person you, you might have been around, right? Let's take a person because they're usually easier to identify. Think of a person in your life. Maybe it was, uh, it could be a family member, uh, you know, close or, or not so close relative. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker, sometimes work. You, you around those people or that thing. And all of a sudden you start to realize after an hour, couple hours, a day at work, you're just like, oh my gosh, I have no energy. I just want to go home, sit on the couch and do nothing. I'm just drained. Mm. You have nothing left, right? That's an energy vampire. And there's different levels of them. Ones that really suck your energy a lot. Ones that are just taking little trickles of it. And so my hope and goal in helping people master the energy sovereignty is just to be aware of those energy vampires in their life and then pick and choose what they, you know, vanquish the ones that aren't serving them and then pick and choose where are they giving their energy to? How is it being spread out to the world? Because we don't want to keep it just to ourselves. We want to share it. But 
how can we share it intentionally and hopefully not have any energy vampires that are unintentionally taking our energy? Well, how do you notice it? Because I, I, I mean, I know for for me, I didn't always understand the energy vampires or whatever was draining me. I wasn't aware of it. Uh, how for somebody who's maybe just starting along this journey, what would be some ideas or some ways to at least identify, you know, what's draining us? Uh, That's a great question uh, because the awareness is always the first step for anything. And so let's be first become aware of these energy vampires. So what does it look like and feel like when when you're around one? Well, usually for a lot of people, you start to feel physically exhausted, start to feel tired, right? might not be like totally exhausted, but enough where you feel drained. You don't have that same spunk, the same energy that you had before uh, when, whenever you're introduced or around that person or thing. But the tricky part is they can be longer term, right? So sometimes like the thoughts we think and those limiting beliefs we have, they could be with us for years. And so it just becomes status quo status, our, our norm for us. But you can feel... Uh, uh, exhausted, tired, drained. You don't have a drive uh, for life going forward. Uh, goals, dreams, like you struggle having those things. Sure. One of the other things that I notice that are more of a, uh, an almost an instant indicator is when I get triggered or if I get um, mm. frustrated or angry, uh, anything like that, where also my emotions are quicker to churn, right? Mm. I'm not able to manage them as well, sure. that's usually a sign that my energy has been depleted because I, I'm not managing it nearly as well as I, I can or have. So so at that point, I can stop and go, okay, who was I around? What was going on? What was I thinking or doing? What could be that energy vampire that brought me to this point of being low energy? So I feel, if I feel triggered, doesn't always mean that there's an energy vampire, but that can be a sign. Uh, if I feel angry, frustrated all of a sudden something or I feel on edge uh that could be a sign that there's an energy vampire around or I have spent time around one okay yeah no and, and those are the really important things is to be aware is really right. building that awareness and uh so uh, what do you do when you find uh, and I, I mean I know there's many things that we can do uh what's one you know easy thing uh that you that you might or 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 what's your or may, uh, let's let's take a step back What's your go-to? So, you know, just, mm. free, and, then, and then, you know, just for everybody else, that's just what Spencer has, right? So everybody has their go-to. It doesn't mean that, oh, I got to do what Spencer does or what Dave does or things like that. Uh, you know, it's, it's an acknowledging piece. But for people who might not be aware of it, what would be one, you know, one tool in their toolbox to, to vanish? Right. I always call it here. I have this one. Um, our signs of energy uh, like the lightning bolts. So I have this, this fun lightning ball. I call them our, our stakes for the energy vampires, right? Cause you can only kill a vampire with a stake. So we're stabbing them with our stakes of energy. So how can we do that? As you said, everyone has their own go-to. Um, probably the easiest one to do is to just step away, to literally walk away from that thing, that person, that thought. So if it's a person, Stop spending time around them. Leave. Walk away. Whatever. Right? Uh, or sometimes you can't necessarily do that with a person. You can't just get up and, and leave the room or leave the space. So be intentional about how much time you're spending there, how much energy you're giving them. Focus your mind elsewhere or you know, have a set amount of time. I'll give some examples in a little bit. 
uh, of that. Um, another, and with your thoughts, it could just be like, okay, I'm having this thought. I'm aware of this. Let's have a new thought. Let's train that to go differently. That's one of the things that we really break down in our energy recharge event is we, we share lots of different examples and have you work on building that for yourself personally so that you have a tool chest of these stakes that you can use when you have these energy vampires uh, come up in your life. But these are, these are just some of the examples. So I'll, I'll give an example. Um, there's people in my life, family, uh, close, close family relations of oh, my parents, uh, just to be totally open and honest about it. My parents were energy vampires in my life. Now, uh, I haven't spoken to them in 16 years, something like that. Um, and I'm not saying that's the right choice for everyone. But before I even knew that they were energy vampires or had that terminology for it, I knew that I felt drained. I felt unworthy. I They were not helping me be a happy, healthy human being and be the best that I can be. So I thought about it. I prayed about it. I meditated on it. And I decided to, to cut connections with them. Uh, and that honestly is as hard as and as painful as it was to do with those decisions. Those were the best decisions I made. Because I now feel alive, focused, energized. I have more joy in my life and uh, it re- really allowed me to go forward. So I had to make a hard choice, a difficult choice to sever connection with, with mm. parents, right? With family. So maybe that's the thing you have to do with the people in your life who are your energy vampires. Once you are aware of that, can you sever ties? Is that something you want to do? Where, you know, if it's a friend, and and you're kind of going separate ways. Okay, accept that and and work through work through it. Right, I'm saying accept it like it's easy. Right, but work through it and and be okay because you'll realize it's easy. Uh, life's going to be happier and more fulfilling afterwards. Um, there's some people in our life um, that we can't get rid of. I have another family member that I can't just sever ties with. And they're they're very negative. I love them dearly. They're great. They're amazing, but they're extremely negative. And as a prince of positivity, it's really hard to be around that kind of negativity for long. So I'll, I'll, I'm there, uh, and I I try to set limits of how much time I spend with them. So let's say uh, we're in the same house. I'm over at their house, and we're chatting, and it's like everything I say just turns to the negative, right? Or they're so focused on negative. So I try focus on the positives or, or restating it or refocusing or changing topics, right? To get to the positive. But after certain times, it's just negative, 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 negative. I go, okay. I end the conversation politely. I'm not rude, but I end the conversation politely. And I literally leave the room. Sometimes I'll leave the house, but other times I'll just leave the room and all right, cool. I finished that, that conversation. So it's not rude, but then I, I intentionally leave to, to get out of that energy vampires, uh, yeah, to, to to remove right. yourself, uh, you know, I like using a lot of R's, uh, to remove yourself and, and also to reset yourself is, yes. is okay. It doesn't have right. to be, you know, uh, teaching that is really hard and even learning that is really hard because we, you know, we're taught we have to respond, don't walk away from me. You know, you could say, hey, Spencer, I, I, need a, I just need a couple of minutes to reset myself and right. that's a respect, you know. Um, there's a lot of different ways to do that, and, and, and it is powerful, especially when you have to do it with family members or, or people who are in your family. I, you know, uh, I know there's, there's people that I'm around that every now and then I'm like, I only could spend a little time or how much I could reset myself or prepare myself before those conversations. You know, Right. I, I, well, and the, the whole thing of, 
is what you're saying is boundaries, right? You're setting boundaries mm-hmm. for yourself of, of these time limits or like, well, I need to take a step back and just being vocal about it and sharing it. It, it, you might say, well, they're not going to like, or they're not going to understand or appreciate. Well, okay, that's on them. But if you do it for you, right, you're doing it for your energy, your peace. And uh, one thing I notice with a lot of people we work with is they don't, they're like, well, but I'm not worthy to do this, or I was raised differently than this. It's not wrong to take care of you. If you're not taking care of you, if your energy's low and empty, you're not going to be able to serve anyone, right? As the saying goes, if your cup is dry, how can you pour into others? Mm. Well, you need to take care of you. You need to set those boundaries to take that stand for you because you are worthy. You are important. You you do matter. You are enough. Step into that and own that. And I say it like it's easy. And it took me years to truly believe in myself that I am worthy, that I am enough. But when I did, holy cow, it made those conversations easier to have. And I was able to stand in my light and my strength and go, you know what? I need to take a couple minutes. You know, thank you. I'm just going to step aside for for a couple minutes and then you know i'll go outside go for a walk i'll do things that intentionally fill my cup back up i'll journal i'll meditate i'll listen to music i'll go dance around i'll do whatever that is to to fill my cup or even just leave that conversation and go to another room and and just hang out by myself or talk with another person and that's okay because you matter too right the way we were raised to you got to sit and listen and stay all the time um it's it's not always healthy for us right no exactly and that's the part of the challenge is is knowing what your resources are how you feel and acknowledge it uh, i think we talked about it in the green room or but really you know we're not going to feel so even you're the prince of positivity i'm sure there's days that you wake up that you're just like nope today's not going to be the day you know like doesn't mean that you give up at, at early in the morning on what it's going to be like but you're like i don't feel it and i might have to be more aware or start using some of my other resources. And then there's times that our resources will not, they just won't be there, right? You can use everything we want and we're still just not going to get it because each situation really holds us back or, or are the beliefs uh, of how do we handle those. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the, the thoughts and beliefs we have really judge where we're going and, and what we'll achieve because we can hold ourselves back with those thoughts and going back to what you said about energy and our, our personal energy or feelings or mindset for the day, it, you know, yeah, I'm the prince of positivity, but I have off days, right? There's people who are, who are happy and go lucky who struggle, right? Even the, the people you look up to in your life, whoever that is, they have rough days too. They might not, not post about it or share about it on social media, uh, but they have rough days too. And so know that for you, it's okay to have rough days, to have days that, your energy isn't the same, right? It's not a competition. We don't want to be comparing ourselves to anybody else. Maybe compare ourselves to ourselves so we could see the growth. But if your energy is lower today or you're, you know, you're frustrated, like it was a couple of days ago that I was, I was just kind of feeling meh. I wasn't upset. I wasn't angry. Um, I was a lot quicker to anger and I had to just make sure I, I kept that in check. So I didn't like bite people's heads off that weren't, didn't deserve it or anything. Sure. But, uh, but I'm like, oh, okay, I notice this. What can I do to turn and change this around? And I went to, to my tool chest and started to work on it a little bit. And it got better throughout the day. Was it great? No. My day wasn't nearly the same energy or positivity that it has been in, in other days. So I'm not going to beat myself up for that and let my inner bully, as Sean Douglas says, right, that inner critic beat us up. Instead, I go, hey, you know what? That's okay. 
I'm just, I'm, this is where I'm at today and that's okay. Let's do the best to raise it up and I'm just going to be okay with that. And then I'm going to sleep and hopefully tomorrow will be a better day. And you know, then we can keep going. It's when we stay in there and, or we start to sink down lower that then uh, we really need to go like, well, hold on this. We don't want this to be a lifestyle. And for a lot of people, it starts to become one. The good news is we can turn that around and change that. So you're not living in that darkness or in that, that, um, lower energy. Sure. No, because that's really what it is. It's trying to flip that. And, and sometimes we just need to find the right people. And, and, you know, I mean, you have an amazing community, you know, the, the energy hub and bringing, bringing people together. And that also gives you that safe space. I'm, I, that's one of the things that I'm really, I pride myself uh, now, even more so. I always thought I, I provided a safe space, but uh, I've learned that not always, it, you know, because we work from our perspective. So we, we think, you know, we know that we're not uh, going to do anything, but not everybody is aware of, of what it is or how it comes off. But right. having that safe space now is so important, not only by yourself, but also when you find a community uh, like the Energy Hub where you can move, shift our energy. So if everybody's not doing it, we pull people along. We, you know, no, no, no person left behind. Exactly. No one left behind and you have people who are there to support you. I, there's a long time in my life where it felt like I was alone. I didn't have people. While I did, it didn't necessarily feel like it. I didn't feel seen, heard, and felt, right? I, I didn't have that. So what I did is I created a community of people who were there to support me and see me and love me for who I was truly authentically, without exception, without qualification, and I saw them the same way. And we were able to provide the safe place for each other. And it just has grown. So we call it the energy hub and our energizer family, right? We're all energizers that light inside us that we're sharing with others. That we have this space to be us, to be raw, open, authentic, to say, hey, I'm having an awesome day today. This is fantastic. Let's celebrate together. And the other people go like, hmm, you know what? I'm struggling today. And, that, and yeah, that's okay. So let's let's pour some love and light into you to help you when you're you're feeling down and, and struggling and then you get to celebrate and pour into us when you're rocking and rolling. And it's this, it's this beautiful community that we have uh, that all started because I, I needed something for myself. And then I saw the people with a need and we just built it from there. Yeah. Isn't that, the, I guess the, the magic of the universe or, or, or the magic that happens. Sometimes we do things just to make ourselves feel better, not being selfish, but right. uh, you know, if you, if you truly give to people like I, you know, I, I've been known to just send flowers to people, and they're like, well, why'd you do that? Did you like the flowers? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Did it have my name on it? Like, I, was, I, I wasn't looking for credit, but I knew it was you. Okay. But it wasn't, like, I'm not looking for credit. It wasn't looking for anything. And then they're always like, yeah, I know you sent me flowers for some reason. I'm like, no, not really. I mean, I remember... There's no hidden agenda. <laughs> yeah, there's no hidden agenda. I remember <coughs> struggling... In Seattle, I was feeling low uh, at, during one trip. And so I went to the the market, right? There's the, the huge market, anybody who's not been in Seattle. And not only is it the fish market, but it also sells these amazing flowers on the other side. Of, amazing. Huge bouquets. Yeah. So I, I bought a couple of bouquets, and I walked through the streets just giving it to people. You don't know how hard it was to just say hi and not, you know, walk, not looking for anything. How many people were like, no, no, no. I'm like. I was looking for flowers, you know, and the funniest thing is when you talk to people, many people want flowers, but they just don't, they want it in their way. And I think that's part of the challenge is not ha realizing 
receive it any way you can. And, and how do you receive things like that, you know, unexpected positivity? Or, or how can somebody? Because we also have to be careful about right, toxic, toxic positivity. You know, no, you have to be positive no matter what. That's not true. Uh, we, we were just talking about how you need to acknowledge when you're not feeling okay. But right. how, do you, how do you receive gifts, you know, in, in generality? Um, I, I struggled for a long time to receive gifts uh, because part of it was me thinking and wondering, oh, is there a hidden agenda? What's the purpose behind this gift? You know, what do they want from me? Um, and then other part was, well, why me? I, I don't deserve this. Uh, and not necessarily in a humbling way, in more self-belittling uh the way where I'm just, I'm beating myself up over it. And so I've worked hard of like, just even receiving compliments, right? It's a lot of people, myself included for a lot of years, struggle to receive compliments without feeling awkward about it. Mm. Like what do you say when someone, oh, this awesome job doing this, do you say, thank you, oh, thanks so much, or what's the response? And I used to just get shy and uh, hold myself back about it because that whole system of how do I accept these gifts come in and, uh, I've had to learn like uh, now I say, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It means a lot. And then, you know, I return the favor if it's fitting or you just, you take it and like, and accept it in without feeling awkward about it. And that took us, it took me to be intentional about that, to really change that. It's hard. So when I receive, it is. So when I receive gifts, you know, I, I appreciate it with an open heart and I go, Hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I res- respond back and say, thank you very much or whatever's fitting so that they know I, I received, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the thought and intention. And I, and I allow that love, that energy just to flow in without questioning it, without worrying about it, with what's the hidden agenda or intention. Maybe there is, maybe there's not, but whatever. Like, okay, there's, there's these cool, I got these cool flowers. Oh my gosh, how cool. Thank you so much for thinking of me. That, that, that means so much that you thought of me. I truly appreciate that. And then hopefully... Um, I could, you know, give back. It's not about like repaying the debt or anything, but hopefully I can pay it forward, whether it's with you or with another person. We just keep sharing that love and positivity to other people. Well, that's that's the really big idea. And, and that's what I love to do is, uh, you know, and that's what I say to people. I'm not saying you need to now, you owe me. This isn't because that's where I talk about unconditional love. I'm giving you a gift, not because I want you to, or I tell you, hey, I love you, Spencer, and just so you can hear it back. Like, you know, and, you know, it's one of those things that I'm giving it to you. How you want to receive it or how you choose to receive it, that's sort of on you. And, you know, you want to pay it forward to somebody else. Say, look, uh, I got these flowers, re-gift it. Do whatever you need to do if that's a a thing for you. Uh, because, you know, because really when you do have that somebody who opens the door, uh, you're, you're that much happier. You know, it, it's nice when somebody does something, a gesture you might not expect. And that's what we need to make sure one of those, uh, and you know, I guess one of those stakes uh, is to acknowledge it, it, what somebody does. doesn't mean that that person, you have to repay that person or there's a, a debt to be paid for that person, but just pay it forward to somebody else. Right. Just uh, you, you receive some love, some energy, some light. Beautiful. Now that that fills your cup. And so then at some point in your life, you can repay that to other, not repay it. You can give that light and love to others. And that's beautiful. Uh, and uh, as you're talking, I'm thinking about this because uh, I haven't honestly thought uh, about 
uh, how he received gifts before in this in this matter. I'm going. I wonder if part of the reason I struggle with it was because of my own personal belief about me, the way mm-hmm. I viewed yep. and loved myself. How we receive gifts is totally on us, not on what the other person does. Yes, maybe the other person could, like our, our spouse or significant other or kids, if you know their love language, right? You can be intentional about uh, giving them a. a uh, speaking to them in the love language, right? Of however they receive sure. that love. Cool. But it's still on them with how they receive it. You could be intentional about how you do that to support that. But in the end, it's whoever's receiving that gift. It's it's how they choose to to take it, to see it, to feel it, whatever. And I'm looking at back at my life, maybe that's all because of uh, the self-perception I had about me, the belief, the love I had in me, because for so many years, I hated who I was. Mm. I didn't I didn't know who I was. And when I did, when I finally realized I hated myself. And so once I started to work through that and started to like myself for who I was, and love me for me and and stand tall and firm in who I am, you know, Spencer Jones, the Prince of Positivity, that I'm able to embrace those gifts so much easier now because I I love me for me and I'm trying to be selfish or egotistical about it, but I'm like, okay, I love, I know who I am and I love me and I appreciate these gifts coming in. I think before it was like, well, who am I? I'm not worthy. What do you see in me? And all because I didn't know who I was. So once I got to know me, I think it made it easier to accept gifts. It, just a thought I had now, I could totally be wrong. I don't know, but it's just something. That, that, right, I, right. That's what works for you. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sure it works because I know as you were talking, you know, that's really... That's really powerful stuff because most people don't realize they don't like themselves, right? You, 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 right. You know, I, I know right after I, I tried to kill myself, uh, the first time I was ever asked, do you love yourself? Nobody ever asked me that, and I never really thought about it. I, you know, I, I, I didn't not love myself. You know, like I didn't, you know, I didn't go, oh, I hate myself or, or things like that. I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't, there was a lot of limiting beliefs that I had. But the first time I asked that and I paused for a very long time, which knew I had to then work on something, but also then I start crying because why didn't I love myself? What were the things that I put up there? What were the the energy vampires in my life that that either happened through traumas, through lots of reasons, or I I knew everything better than anybody else? And that's the really, it's really powerful. Once you can flip that switch and live differently, that's the real powerful. It's so incredibly powerful. Uh, it's same thing here when when I was at my lowest of low ready to commit suicide that it I realized I, I hated myself and I knew the reasons I knew a lot of the reasons why um, but I didn't necessarily understand all the root causes for them that came through therapy and meditation and, and reflection and a lot of work to understand the, the root causes so I can heal that garden um, you know pull the weeds and, and replace them with flowers that uh, then I was able to grow and love myself. But when I was asked that question, uh, and if I was asked it before, I could have answered, yeah, of course I love myself. But I would have been my ego talking. My, sure. I let my ego lead my life for 30 plus years. I would have let my ego, and my ego was, of course you love yourself. You're freaking awesome. You're Spencer Jones, right? And at the point, it was all ego talking because I didn't know myself. I didn't love myself or me. It was just ego. And then even after my lowest of lows, when I was, I realized I hated who I was, and I was working on myself uh, for for a, a good chunk of time already. Um, I was at a men's retreat and someone asked that question. You know, they were telling a story about going upstairs and looking in the bathroom mirror, looking yourself in the eye and saying, oh, yeah. asking yourself, 
or said just saying the words "I love you" to yourself in the mirror, and I kind of was like, okay, like I think I could do that now, right? I've I've been working on myself. I haven't done that ever, and you know, I'm I'm not let the ego talk through it. So I went upstairs after you know that that evening and looked myself in the mirror, and I couldn't say it. I, even then, after after working on myself so long, I couldn't say it. Now, I've obviously done a lot of work and a lot of healing that within later that retreat within a couple of days I was able to right mm-hmm. truly authentically it wasn't strong but I was able to and holy cow how powerful that is when you can truly look in the mirror and work through those uh, let go of those inner demons those energy vampires those limiting thoughts and beliefs and just even get that glimpse of hey I love you love you for you you don't have to do anything change anything or prove anything I love you and that's it's so incredible it, it, it is, uh, and I would have never. I would have been like, yeah, yeah, sure, uh, until you experience it, and that's why it really is, you know, one of those things that you just got to keep working on yourself, and, and not, not that you're not perfect as it is, and, and perfection is a conversation that we can have differently because I don't think there is something uh, called perfect, uh, and you know, but really to work on yourself and that doesn't mean that every day you have to love yourself you, you, you know just you know but you 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 need to remember that that's that's where it all comes because it all comes in starting from our hearts and then expands anywhere else because if you don't love yourself you know it is that ego i i was kid ego uh, you know i i talk about it all the time i was all ego not realizing it and now even with the podcast with all the things that i that i do i take extra energy to make sure is this feeding my ego? And that's there is still okay to feed your ego a little bit, but you also have to make sure it's not all ego. Because if it's all ego, that at least for me has never set me down the right path. It never has for me either. It's uh, I mean, I've had some cool experiences, cool things that happened because of that, but it ended up in the long run hurting the people I love and care about, and not allowing me to shine my light and not have the impact that uh, I've. I want to have in my life. Uh, so once I stop letting the ego guide me, uh, my impact has grown and I, I, my light shines brighter and it's more my true authentic light. If that makes sense. 100%. At least I understand it. And I'm sure a lot of the, the audience uh, understands it as well. It's because being your most authentic self is really what it's all about. Uh, That's why I loved earlier when you said about the gardens and things like that. I always, uh, as we start to wrap up, I always ask for, uh, any seeds you want us to plant and, you know, that'll probably grow. You know, you never know which seeds will grow and which won't, but sure. it's always a, the opportunity to plant some seeds for our audience and for ourselves how to move forward and, and manage our, our energy. Well, uh, I hopefully we, we were able to drop some seeds throughout this uh, to help people with energy vampires and looking and viewing themselves and and working on this this journey of this human experience we get to have. Um, a couple seeds that I'll leave you with are ones that I'd like to share with any podcast I'm on, on my own shows or on stages, whatever. It's this. Uh, and I say this because I needed it. And I know a lot of people need to hear this and it, and it benefits them as well. And that's this. Remember that you are amazing. That you are worthy. That you are enough just the way you are. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to change anything. You don't need to prove anything to anyone because you, yeah, you, you are enough, beautiful, worthy, amazing. 
just the way you are. Boom. That, that's awesome. And we just have to keep reminding that, keep planting that seed, no matter how many times you need to plant it and fertilize it, water it, uh, and do everything you need to do to remember that you, you know, there's something amazing within you. Uh, that's why when I talk about the phoenix rise, yeah, the phoenix doesn't ever die. It's the magic spark of the universe. So just make sure you always feed the, the spark, the seed within you. One hundred percent, right? That it takes that that watering, the fertilization, you know, and and tending to 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 help things grow. And so, how do you do that? Just little things each day. You don't have to. It's not have to be hours and hours every day. Just be little moments. The thoughts you're thinking, the affirmations, uh, the taking just that little time to to water can really produce amazing results. One hundred percent, and trust the process. You know, so if you're not feeling uh, it, it today. Just know that the process always will be, it, you know, it's, it's wash, rinse, and repeat, uh, really. Right. So just keep working through the process. If you're not feeling well today, seek some help, seek some res- go to your resources, and then, you know, just know it'll get better. Don't let it keep going down to the downward spiral. Always start clawing back yourself back up. Right. And, no, and remember, you're not alone, right? You're right. never alone. You might feel alone, but know that you're not. You have Uncle Dave. And now you have me and our Energizer family. If you're interested, like we, we got your back and we're here to support you. It just because it can be hard. It can be a struggle at times. But remember, you are never alone. How can they get, get in touch with you? Uh, that's a great question. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Um, they can, well, you can find me on social media. Just look up at Jones and Four or if you search Spencer Jones on Facebook, you can see us. At, um, if you want to join the Energy Hub community, just look up the Energy Hub um honestly the easiest way if you don't want to like look up all those things on socials you can just go to our website uh, which is spencermjones.com uh and then that'll you get all the links and all the good stuff to the cool things we do the energy hub and and how you can connect with me okay and of course we're gonna put it in, in the show notes anyway uh as well but i uh, just wanted to hear it from you well spencer thank you so much for your time and it definitely Gave us some things to think about, as well as some great tools, some great stakes that we can put in the ground and uh, knock out our, our, our vampires, our energy vampires. So thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you. This is an honor and pleasure. And I, I hopefully we're able to help uh, your listeners and, and family to shine their light. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. And for everybody else, as always, we, we just want to wish you some peace and love in your day. And make sure that you make those conscious efforts to do that. And when you're swinging a bat, make sure you hit your sweet spot. Know your boundaries and just knock it out of the park. Thank you. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither. And licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidshemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just a chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. 
For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to Peace Love Bring a Bat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.